When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Midweek. Episode 4. 11. 11. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Please clap. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap Please clap. It's showtime. W-A-T-P! W-A-T-P! Hello, everybody, it's the Cuts Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that's so easy to understand, even Ray DeVito gets it. I'm your host, Carl, with me this week. It's another edition of our Midweek with the Goat, Trucker Andy. Let's talk shit. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes Every single month, and you can watch the unedited show live or whenever you want to after we record it. And I have to tell you that tomorrow we're recording a special secret episode Shh. that will be going up on Patreon and Supercasts and will be only available there. And I'm excited about that episode. It should be a lot of fun. Also, we encourage our listeners to go ahead and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, wherever you review podcasts, and then shit all over us in the comments section. So our review girl or our AI review girl, whoever, can read those to us. I have a quick, I guess, retraction is the word. Pat Dixon reached out to me, and this was a dumb move on my part. You know, I had Gino on. That wasn't a dumb move. That wasn't it. Maybe it was. I don't know. <laughs> Close. I had Gino on, and Gino made a joke about how it's confirmed Pat's punched three girls, four if you count him. And I laughed because I was like, that's kind of funny. But I didn't realize I kind of like let out information that I can't prove or know that I can't validate any of that. And Pat's like, dude, I've never punched a girl. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I should not have left that in the show. So I just want to apologize for putting that in the show information that, you know, Gino and Pat do not like each other. So I don't think you could trust either one of those guys. If they're talking about the other person is what I'll say on that. Gino's only good joke. You can't, you can't control what Gino says. No, but I could have, I could have stopped him right there. Although I couldn't, (laughs) but you know what I mean? I could be like, ah, you can't accuse somebody. Whatever. My bad. I should be better than that. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called The Jade and Andy Show. This was a suggestion from Jesse Kokowitz, who found this on the Drew and Mike Facebook group. I guess there's some ties to David Chuck the Freak here. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get it started. This is a show hosted by Andy Green and Jade Springart. And Andy Green is one of the guys who's on Dave and Chuck the Freak on uh, WRIF, but in a lot of markets, Dave and Chuck the Freak. And then this woman, Jade, is the the midday DJ for WRIF. So this is in Detroit we're talking about. And it seems to me, maybe I'm wrong about this, but just from the episodes I've listened to, it seems like they were kind of told to do this. I don't think this was their idea. They're like, putting together a podcasting super group. Yeah, they're kind of like, well, you know, we got to get more podcast stuff going and we want to... Because 
all these radio stations are recognizing that radio's dying and everyone's listening to podcasts now, so they're trying to get in on that. I worked at the newspaper, and it was the same kind of thing with the internet. Like, they were just behind the times. Like, oh, shit, we should probably put some of this stuff on the internet, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, that's where everyone's <laughs> reading their news, so let's do that. So these radio stations are trying to do that. And so I think they grabbed two different personalities that people like, and they said, okay, you guys come together and do a show. So they do a weekly show. They record it on Fridays after their shifts. Exactly that's, when everybody wants to be working. Yeah, that's after fun. After I finish your regular job, let's do some more work right before the weekend. There's a thing called summer hours. Some companies have it where you get like half days on Fridays in the summertime because people want to enjoy their weekends. They want to get out of the city. They want to go do stuff. This is the opposite of that. It's like, oh, Fridays are fun, right? All right, why don't you work 12 hours on Friday? Okay, I guess. Thanks. And I'm not sure if they're even making money from it. I know that it's not generating any money, so I doubt that they are. Well, this was one of those shows where they say, oh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. And then it just comes right back with no ads. Yes. That happened on the one I listened to. That happened to the one I listened to. So I went on Drew and Mike's show yesterday. You can find it on the Drew and Mike show. Or if you're on our Patreon and Supercast, I put it out as a mini bonus. There's two a month. I don't even count as bonus episodes of me on the Drew and Mike show, all original content. And I did bring a few clips, not the clips I'm bringing today, but I brought a few clips of this show because I knew that they had a connection. And it turned out that this woman, Jade, was the DJ of Brandon's wedding. I was like, oh, <laughs> whoops. All right, well, I won't be too harsh then. Although I wasn't going to be too harsh anyway. Jade's fine. She's just not great. She's not great at this. Maybe she's great in bed or maybe she's great at skiing. I don't know. It's just, this is not what she's great at. But she's probably a great wedding DJ. I would imagine people were celebrating good times. Not the point. The point is, I went on their show yesterday, and I was talking about the most recent episode. And in that episode, Andy's like, so I lost 100 pounds. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't even get into that. We got to go to break. And then they go, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll pause for a second. Hey, we're back. Hopefully, you just heard a commercial. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure they did. <laughs> no. <laughs> there was no commercial. I don't know what you thought was going to happen. And we were pointing out on that show that you don't have to declare there's a commercial break. Like, I don't do that. I have dynamically inserted ads that will either get dynamically inserted or not. Some people hear ads in the show. Some people don't. The people who do complain. So I see that. <laughs> but the people who don't don't realize that they didn't just hear an ad because they don't go, okay, we'll be back after this. I just pop it in after the first segment before Crunch of the Week because that's my method. And I guess they could probably do that too. Andy, I'm going to let you start off with what you thought summed up the show for you listening to these two uh Radio veterans. Well, nothing sums up this show. It's just a bunch of mundane topics that yeah. no, everybody could care less about. And you already brought up the fact that Andy is going on and on about how much weight he's gained and how he's going to lose it, Zumox style. So clip one is a little weight loss talk. Yeah, yeah. It's been a big week. I've decided once more that I uh, Back not on gonna, it. I'm not going to be fat anymore. I'm going to try to... I got real fat over the winter, so like... Uh, now, uh, which I guess like a lot of people put weight, I got to look at it like that. Like a lot of people put weight on over the winter. Think about like all of the animals, right? Yeah. That's they what I was saying. Warm I, for the winter. I kept trying to sleep all week because I was like a bear hibernates. I'm like, what if I can sleep this fat away? Like, that'd be awesome. <laughs> How'd that go for I'm you? I'm just as depressed enough as it takes to actually do that. So <laughs> Did it work? It did not work. It did not work. No, no, no. In fact, I think it made me fatter because I haven't been doing anything. Right. Hey, believe it or not, there's a guy that's fat on the radio. I know. Shocker. <laughs> Unheard of. What's crazy, though, I don't know if he explained this. On the episode I listened to, one of them, he explained that he had lost 100 pounds. Mm -hmm. He was very proud of himself. He lost 100 pounds. And then he put 100 pounds back on over the winter. That's correct. Which, would you say you gain a little weight 
A hundred pounds a person. Right. That's gaining a lot of weight, sir. (laughs) That's hard to do. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to brag, but I've lifted a hundred pounds and (laughs) I wouldn't want to do that all day. Yeah. I'd rather die. I have a Fender Twin Reverb tube amp. So yes, I know what it's like to carry around. I guess that's my weight loss tip. Go die. (laughs) All right. You'll lose a hundred pounds. Well, since you brought that clip, I want to play a clip from this episode called Doing Stuff is Cool. And you just heard how Andy's depressed. And things aren't going well. He doesn't move. He doesn't do anything. Or are we talking me? Or, oh. No, oh, not right. that, Andy. Other, I'm getting confused. No, not you, Andy. You play bass in my band. So I know you do stuff. Talk about this guy. My I'm search like for hobbies 70s. continues. I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know what to do. I, I'm just like, oh, God. I have no interest in anything. I have no interest in in doing a hobby. Yeah, we got to find you something that you're interested in. No, I don't know why. I just am like, kind of like, oh. I've looked up hobbies. I've Googled it. That's not how hobbies work. You don't Google hobbies and then find stuff that you're into. That is lazy. (laughs) You can't tell me this guy doesn't play video games. Right. Are you you serious? You don't have any hobbies? You don't do anything? Do you watch TV? Are you into Netflix? Well, I put on weight. Yeah. (laughs) I know he eats. Overeating is not a hobby. He's got that going. It's what you do while you're doing your hobby. I've literally never heard, and maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I hang out with interesting people. I've never heard someone tell me they don't have any hobbies. They don't know what they enjoy to do. Have you ever heard that before? No. It's bizarre. Yeah. Especially not a radio personality. Yeah. Jesus. Well, you got to have shit to talk about. <laughs> yeah. You got to do stuff in order to have stuff to talk about. <laughs> nope. Yeah. No. Not at all. So I mentioned that the name of this episode is called Doing Stuff is Cool. And, you know, people get real excited when they hear the title of the movie as the dialogue in the movie. That's how I felt about this. They thought this was one of the greatest things they ever came up with. There's been it's been very rare in my life where I haven't thought like I was going to hate something and then I haven't hated it. So I got to guess I got to get over that. Like I got to be more like you always tell me I got to be more positive. I got to be more positive. Like think about things more positively. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, everything doesn't suck. Yeah, doing stuff is cool. Yeah, see, that's where doing I got to I got to cool. change that that way of thinking. Yeah. Doing stuff is cool. Doing stuff is cool. <laughs> oh, that's that's a, be that'd the name be a of cool. this week's yeah. podcast. <laughs> that'd be a good t-shirt to have. Doing stuff is cool. No, it's not. Stop being so proud of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> you just got done saying you, you don't do anything. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, doing stuff is cool, right? Yeah, how would you know? Is boring people a hobby? I can't even imagine... Putting out a show as boring and mundane as this and then putting it on the internet. Like, if I recorded a show like this, I'd be embarrassed. And these people work for a company that's making them do this, and then they're putting it up on their website right. as additional content. I know you could be listening to our radio station right now, but instead, listen to these assholes talking about how they don't have hobbies. Right. And the program director is like, yeah, this is good. We'll put this out. That guy should be fired, too. I like the idea, though, of... Uh, Talking about things that you don't enjoy doing as if like that's something that would be so they get into this whole conversation about metal detectors and Andy's not into using a metal detector. See, The um, metal detecting stuff like gets me like when he talks about it, it's like makes me want to do it because like I could see myself being into that, like finding like old coins and stuff. I watch a lot of the History Channel stuff that would make sense for me to get into metal detecting. But I just haven't I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't gotten that that inherent like passion for it yet. Let's talk about things we're not interested in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw it on TV. That was enough for me. Yeah. Really. Guys, I don't play pickleball. You want to talk about that for a while? Sure. Yeah, I've never played it. How long have you not been playing it? Yeah, I know. Forever. And I'm familiar <laughs> with it. I'm aware of it. 
Yeah. But I don't play it. What a fucking horrible conversation this is. <laughs> and then he tries to come up with, I don't know, something interesting. And this is an epic fail. You know, I know Chuck. I've got a couple other friends that are into it. To me, it's so much cooler than golf. Like, golf is the same kind of thing. You're walking around with this, like... Thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess, um, kind of, but not. I mean, it's you like are walking around with a stick. Not as nerdy. Really, in, in yeah. both. Boom! Hot take! <laughs> Using a metal detector is just like playing golf. Yeah. I mean, he's trying to say using a metal detector is less nerdy less than nerdy golf? Less nerdy than golf. He thinks that playing golf is nerdy for some reason, even though it's, like, successful people who do that. By that logic, grocery shopping is also like golf. You know, you yeah. just walk around, walk carry involved. stuff with you the whole time. Maybe you're rich enough someone carries it for you. It's just, it's just the same. God forbid you get some exercise and lose half a pound. So here, uh, here's their exciting conclusion to uh, metal detecting. So I don't know. It just, it, it kind of cracked me up. Yeah. That that was a trending story today. Yeah, that is, that is funny. It's funny to think about. And I should, all right, you know what? I'm going to play that again later because that actually sums up a conclusion when she transitions off the most boring conversation I've ever heard in my life. But Andy, I want to get back to you first and what you've picked up on here. Great. Well, this is another one of those shows where an episode can't go by without somebody being reminded of a song they heard once and having to break into singing it for oh, no. out of nowhere. Oh, Clip three. Oh, boy. The podcast, and I know you hate this phrase, but it is a journey. Is a and journey. anyone who struggles with weight... Mm-hmm. You know, it is it is a journey and it's a constant. Uh, you I do know. hate that term. And I don't know why it's because it is a journey and it's a positive thing to think of it as a journey because uh, any way you yeah, want. Yeah, not that journey. <laughs> not that journey. I hate that journey. <laughs> you hate that journey more than this journey. I hate that journey more than my weight loss journey. <laughs> I thought for sure she was going to say, don't stop believing. That would have made way more sense. Yeah. And then she sings any way you want it. That's not has nothing to do with weight loss. Like I get that. All right, <laughs> these guys suck, and they're probably tired. They've probably been talking on mic all day, right? And they're like, "All right, go podcast." And by the way, these podcasts are exactly a half hour, which is why you know these are radio people because they're retarded. They're like, "Okay, we got to fill thirty minutes." Why? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you What do you think is going to happen after thirty minutes? Yeah. The next program starts. Nope. <laughs> it's, a, it's a podcast. Uh, all right. What else you got, Andy? Oh, okay, so then after that, they have to get into what's going on with Jade's sick cat. Oh, good. Which apparently she named after you. Oh, really? Clip four. Yeah, so we got to have a Miss Carl update. She feeling good? Yeah, she's doing much better. She's doing much better. So I don't know what had happened uh, last week. I kind of briefly mentioned that she was she was ill. I had to take her to the ER mm-hmm. twice, had to leave her there the one night. Um, I, I woke up and she had had pooped and thrown up all like all over and it was like you know the diarrhea cats are fun wow this is just two people out to lunch correct that's this whole conversation is shit that if i was in the break room i would expect to hear right yeah now, mentally I, now i'm lunch. very upset that you just brought in a cat named miss carl <laughs> because i guarantee vinny's gonna fucking introduce me on the creep off right <laughs> And clip five, let's, uh, there's a little uh, Miss Carl saga here. So clip five. Much better. She's back to her, her spunky self. Now she's on a different food routine because she didn't really eat for like a week. So now she's really hungry. And so she just wants to eat like all the time. And she's like, meow, oh, yeah. meow, meow. Well, at least that's a good thing, though. Like, yeah, she, she's, she's back to eating. Yeah, she's, uh, that's got to be exciting. So What is she like, Jade? <laughs> what does your cat say? Well, Andy and Miss Carl have that in common. Every time Andy drives by a Duncan, he's like, meow, meow. They got a food routine. 
I see. All right. I, I, got, I got a little confused here. Is she talking about her mom or the cat in clip six? You're like, you're so help, helpless. You well, know? and they can't tell you what's they wrong. They can't with tell them. you. And that's They're what just... my mom and I were talking about. Like, they can't tell you what's wrong. And she's so nutty. Like, she'll get into, like, a mood. And, like, I'll go to feed her. And she'll, like, freak out and start hissing at me. <laughs> and I'm just, like, I, I just want to be like, you're so stupid. Like, I'm yeah. trying to help you. She just like she went. I was talking to my mom, and she went on to hiss at me. It's so stupid. It doesn't help that her mom was shitting in a litter box later either. It's very confusing. All right, one more. This is the cat is dealing with a lot of uh, changes in its diet, so it's just uh, spraying diarrhea everywhere. Apparently, and uh, there's nothing I want to hear more about than this cat's bowel movement in clip seven. Diarrhea on the floor is a terrible metal album. Oh, yeah. That's, That's a terrible t- name for a metal album, I think. <laughs> yeah, it is. Diarrhea on the floor. Uh, diarrhea on the floor. Or like a terrible um, metal band name. Yeah. Well, that- oh, Jesus Christ, Jay. <laughs> Good tag. Oh, my God. One of the things that these people do, and I'll have examples of this, is like one person says something, you're just like, oh, that was really lame. And then the other person like wants to further the conversation. You're like, oh, this is not a yes and moment right there. There is a band called Diarrhea Pie. I was oh, going to say. They're not, a, they're not a metal band. Would you please play the rest of this clip? Okay, sorry. You probably are on top of this. My bad. <laughs> Diarrhea on the floor. It's not a good metal album. Yeah. Diarrhea on the floor open for Anvil. <laughs> Some open for Anal Cunt. Yeah. Metal band name. Yeah. Well, that's even crazier if it's the... Because I think as an album name, it could work. It'd be like, this is, you know, Diarrhea on the Floor by Diarrhea. Right. But, or there is it a could band be called... like the self-titled debut album. It could them. be. I don't know if I'm checking that out, if that's their self-titled debut album. Diarrhea on the Floor. <sighs> that's they'd have rough. To be, they'd have to be metal. There's a band <laughs> called... There's a, a band called Diarrhea Planet, yeah. I believe. That's actually, they're actually pretty They're pretty rad. I saw them yeah. at Bonnaroo. Whoa, she saw them at Bonnaroo? I think uh, I like this yeah. show Hold now. On a second. Jade. My mind is blown. Diarrhea Planet played at Bonnaroo? Clip 8. Is that true? <laughs> If I'm their PD, I'm like, okay, I have a program we know. Can you guys just play Diarrhea Planet instead yeah. of talking about yeah. it? Because that would be way better. Is there more to this? Or is it just no, a song? Yeah, it's just a little bit of a song. <laughs> and just put in the entire song goes with the boner, which I do recommend checking out. I'll never forget how I discovered Diarrhea Planet. But it's enriched everyone's lives. Jen and I were driving back from a funnier die comedy festival. We saw Dave Chappelle and Flight of the Concords in Pittsburgh, just outside of Pittsburgh. And uh I don't know, Jen's on her phone. We're driving back to Rochester, and I'm like, hey, what's going on tonight? What's going on like at the bug jar or whatever? So she's like, oh, there's a band called Diarrhea Planet at the bug jar. I was like, well, that's a lot more than a lake. It's even more than an ocean. That's that's a lot of diarrhea. And we got really interested in what they might sound like. And so we looked them up, and uh, I've loved Ghost of the Boner ever since. <laughs> what a masterpiece that is. All right, Andy, I want to get into how this episode started from just a few weeks ago. Andy had a lot going on. It is the Jade and Andy show, and uh, another week down, it was my birthday week. Happy birthday, Andrew. Yeah, we were supposed to go see a movie, but I postponed it because in the middle of the week, I get up at like 4 a.m., and that is troublesome. Yeah, well, you know... um, It was his birthday week? Which one's the girl on this show? Oh, my God. I'm confused. And I bet getting up from anything is troublesome for this guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, This is so ridiculous because he goes, yeah, we're going to go out to see a movie. But I don't know if you know this. I'm on a morning show. I have to get up early. Yeah. 
movies play all day. Right. You could yeah. go. It's called a matinee. Have you heard yeah, of it? Yeah, right. You're probably out of work in time to go see a movie. And so I was confused by that. I'm like, did you not know you had to get up early or what was going on that, that you couldn't go to this movie? You were like, no, no, we'll go. We'll go on my birthday. I had big dreams. Yeah. And then the day before I was like, cool. So we're still, we're still good tomorrow. <laughs> 530. You were like, yeah, yeah. Earlier in the morning. I was like, all right, do you want to meet at the theater or meet somewhere else? No, you're like, we'll no, meet at the theater. I am bad about that. And then three o'clock came and you're like, hey, can we, <laughs> you mind if we go That is like one of my weekend? biggest character flaws I'm trying to work on is like, <laughs> I get excited about stuff and it seems good when I'm not tired, but as soon as I get sure. tired, you know, I'm like thinking, oh God. He started getting tired at 3 p.m. and went, I, I can't possibly sit and watch a movie. That's not a lot of effort. It's no. the easiest thing you it's can do. It's the easiest thing you can do. You can even doze off and no one will know. Yeah, it's very unsocial. It's fine. Yeah, right, exactly. It's the easiest thing you could possibly do. And you sit there going, I don't know if I can watch an entire movie. This is, <laughs> this is way too much for me. So he had to cancel his plans to go out and see a movie on his birthday. Too active for him. Yeah. And then so I guess they're going to go see John Wick and uh, Andy. I don't know if he's prepared or if he's just off the cuff. He's got some hot takes on John Wick. The thing I've been trying to figure out about the John Wick movies is the length of time that the movies are supposed to take place over. Because it could be a week. It could be like a month. You know, that this series of events takes place. And I just keep thinking, like, that is like got to be the worst month of this guy's life. I mean, he gets his ass kicked a bunch of times. He's shot, like, probably 160,000 times. (laughs) Spoiler alert. You ever think that when you're watching a John Wick movie? Like, yeah. has two days gone by or yeah. is this the same evening? What's going yeah. on? He must be tired. Yeah. <laughs> He's concerned about how tired yeah, he is. Yeah, you imagine. Yeah. It's like, when does he eat? What an active day. I hope yeah. he naps for a few weeks. That's what I'm worried about, the uh, the span of time. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not the 50-year-old guy that can barely walk that's doing a karate kick <laughs> and through three guys. Come on, Andy. The fourth wall are killing me over here. So that turns into... Easily the most boring conversation possible. I, I can't believe the instincts on this guy. It kind of makes sense that he's from like Dave and Chuck the Freak because they find a way to do four hours a day and talk about nothing. They cover no ground. There's no sports talk. There's no music talk. There's no current events talk. They talk about nothing. It's a, it's almost impossible to do. And I guess this is how you do it. You get uh, Do you go the whole way? Do you get like... Uh... You get like uh, popcorn, you get the snacks, you do the whole movie experience, you get the butter. It depends on um, it depends on the situation, right? So it depends on how much I've eaten prior to going yeah. to the movies, right? Oh, see, that answer is going to prolong this conversation, yeah. Yeah. Jade. What you should say is, I don't know, who gives a shit? Right. <laughs> Shut that radio shit down. Yes. Like, oh, this you, is... you like the butter? Yeah, uh, what you what like do you do? You get some candy? You get some it sounds like Dorkles. <laughs> <laughs> They started selling beer at the movies. Do you think selling a $13 beer when I could buy it for $3 at the convenience store is going to stop me from smuggling beer into the movies? No, I In don't. your purse? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, that guy's really hung. You know, he's got a beer down in front of his pants. So could be that, cool. then they go on to talk about that movie theater butter. I don't know if you guys have heard this conversation before. This is pretty good stuff. What do you think about that chemical butter? Because I tend to prefer it. I love it. I, love I think it's probably butter. one of the greatest chemical things that they've ever created. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we talk a lot about it on the morning show, James and his chemical foods. Oh, they talk about that on the morning show, do they? Well, I'm doing my morning entertainment all wrong then. Yes. Right. I don't listen to shows talking about the butter on popcorn at movie theaters. Yeah. 
how delicious that is. Wow, David we- Chuck the Freak really drowns out the noise of my kids in the backseat. <laughs> yeah, right. Three and a half stars. <laughs> we talk about that a lot, do yeah. you? For more Butter Talk, tune in to WRIF. Guys, think about this. It started with, I was going to go see a movie with Jay to my birthday. At 3 p.m., I decided I can't possibly pull this off. So I canceled plans. And then they talk about the food they eat at movie theaters. And then that transitions into a whole conversation around food and vending machine food specifically because these two work in the same building they're co-workers so they're they know the same vending machine they know what's in there yeah you used to be a lot crazier i know about the vending machines like you'd get stuff out of there that i was like oh my god yeah i've kind of toned it down on the vending machine stuff because they have sandwiches in there now and are they sketchy um, i used to eat them quite a bit they have no condiments on them so i i had to bring in my own mustard you brought in mustard from home? Yeah. What kind of mustard do you choose? Is it just the oh, yellow? Oh, my Parchments or Frenches. Yeah. I like the OG. You like just like standard yellow mustard. I like standard yellow. I mean, I like other mustards as well, but on a sandwich, yeah. I like the yellow mustard. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Imagine being this uninteresting and thinking, I should probably have a microphone in front of my face. Yeah. Could you imagine? What color microphone? <laughs> Can you fucking imagine? She's talking about eating sandwiches out of a vending machine. And Andy's instinct is to be like, oh, yeah? What is that like? Instead of just being like, yeah, okay. Anyway, I saw the news Bert today. Kreischer level uh, topic. Oh, it gets worse. What kind of mustard? Oh, it gets it gets even worse. We're still talking vending machine food. Have you ever tried the eggs? Uh, no. Every once in a while, they just have eggs in there. Yeah, like and a then, hard-boiled egg. Yeah, that's... they threw me off with their tuna, too, because the tuna came with something that had mayo, but it said that it was heat-resistant mayo. I think all mayo is heat-resistant, isn't is it? Is it? I don't know. It's made of eggs. I mean, you don't want to have mayo be warm for too long. <laughs> what? I mean, who cares? I know, <laughs> I know. Thank you. Sorry, I got distracted for a second in this riveting conversation about tuna sandwiches out of a fucking vending machine. And I wish I could tell you that it ended there, but nope, there's more egg talk coming up. You know what's a food that I don't mind that I think a lot of people think is disgusting? Everything. Is uh, pickled eggs. I don't mind a pickled egg. I don't mind a pickled egg either. Do you like like a deviled egg? I love a deviled egg. Love a deviled egg. I love a deviled egg. I don't like thinking about what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it, and I, because it's got, got a, the mayo in it. We've got, oh. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. Holy shit. Jesus. We're really went from pickled eggs to deviled eggs, and this is the conversation yeah. that we're having now? Do you like deviled eggs? Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. yeah. What about in the morning? How do you like them? How do you take them when you go to the diner? <laughs> Let's go through all the ways an egg can be cooked. Well, thankfully, Andy, they get off the egg talk, but they immediately get on the olive talk. And they say that olives are a very polarizing food because some people like them and some people don't. <laughs> That's polarizing. Yeah, I know. It's a really, by the way, and this gets controversial here. So if people don't like that sort of thing. You can turn off now. <laughs> and so because we're talking about olives, Jade is going to tell her martini story. Now, this is where things get exciting, guys. I know this has been very mundane. But this is where things get great. Yeah. You drink a martini? Um, well, okay. So I have a funny story about martinis. So oh, my two um, best girlfriends, <laughs> they it. love a dirty martini. <laughs> yeah. And they'll like, uh, one of them gets it like extra dirty, like extra olive juice. Loves it. And so we had uh, gone, this was like maybe a year or so ago. I've never really been a fan of the martini because I don't like the olive. Yeah. And so we go out to get drinks and have dinner, girls night. And <laughs> the waitress comes over 
and you know, Amber orders a dirty martini, Caitlin orders a dirty martini, and I full blown panic like I've never ordered a drink a day in my life. And I've been ordering drinks for a long time now. And so I panic and I'm like, I'll have the same. (laughs) The the waitress walks away and Amber looks at me and she's like, do you, do you like those now? And I was like, I don't know. I guess I'll give it another try. And she's like, you've literally never liked any martini, like a dirty martini that you've ever had. I love that story. (laughs) Why would you start that? With saying I have a funny story right. She, she thinks you. anything that she's ever done is a story worth telling. No. I mean, you, you fucked up. You ordered the wrong drink. Right. Good one. I, I have clips here of her. You know, I don't even really want to play them because it's so <laughs> fucking insanely boring. I what, oh, I misspelled weather and it took me to a porn site. Luckily, I closed the tab in time and nobody saw it. And nobody ever knew it, that I did it. Great story. I go to porn sites on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't talk about it on my show. All right. It's not interesting. Clip 12. This is the, the coffee fiasco story. You'll never believe. This is Ooh. the most compelling 30 seconds of audio ever recorded. Flip the cup around, and sure enough, she thought instead of iced coffee, she thought I said iced latte, which I guess it was so loud and there's a million people. I can understand why she made that mistake. But as someone who doesn't drink lattes and as an adult, I don't drink a lot of milk because I am a grown ass woman not drinking a lot of milk. I'm like, I, what am I going to do? Am I going to wait again in this long ass line and be like, you gave me the wrong drink yeah, or just 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 I'm just going to drink it, I guess. Yeah. But then I had that realization of I don't drink a lot of milk. Oh, I don't get you, yeah. And I just drank a medium size <laughs> glass of milk. That's all it is. It's like a glass of slightly coffee-flavored <laughs> milk before I go get on a two-and-a-half-hour flight. Oh, you stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! Oh, great story. What the f- Why is she talking about this? I sum this story up like this. I drank some milk once. Yeah. Milk doesn't agree great. with my system. <laughs> Good one. Wow. Get this person a microphone. All right, so they're still talking about olives, and Andy says this. Is an olive's taste all in the brain? Like, have you changed your brain's feelings on the taste of it itself? I do think that the taste of olives are in the brain, and here's why. What a weird soundbitey way to answer that question. I do think that it is in the brain, and here is why. Who talks like that? Someone who's buying time. Yeah, <laughs> but why? There's the, 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 all, they're, all they're doing is, is filling time. Yeah. yeah. Thinking is in the brain and tasting is on the tongue. But it's so fucking boring. Well, let's I'm get sure, into this. I'm sure all five of your senses are processed in the brain, so I'm like, that's a stupid thing to say. No, yeah, no, only olives. The brain's only responsible for whether we like olives or not. That That's it, Andy. You got it. And then Jade with another fucking hot take. I, I would love to just talk to her all day and find out more about her fascinating life. I will say this. Anytime I've gone to a restaurant or there's been black olives in a salad or on a pizza... I'm like, I can't eat these. These taste different than the ones that you get like in the can at the grocery yeah. store. Do these people know they're competing against everything else? This is a <laughs> podcast. It's not someone's not tuning in to the station they have programmed in their car and they're like, ah, fuck it. I don't feel like changing it. I'll listen. Yeah. No, this is a podcast. You're up against everything. You're up against smartless. Like, what are you doing? Why do you think anyone would tune into this? This is terrible. So this is the last clip I have on this whole food conversation that went on for literally 15 of the 30 minutes this show is. Oh. Yeah, that's how this show fucking starts, is talking about, they go back to deviled eggs and how much they enjoy <laughs> deviled eggs. Even though Andy's not a fan of mayonnaise, he'll eat a deviled egg. He likes the mustard part. I feel like there's this inherent greed I have with deviled eggs 
that comes out of me, and I'm like, I don't care that it took time to make all 60 of these eggs. I'm going to eat 55 of them. <laughs> is it also because devil is in the name? Yeah, it's devilly. It is devilly. It is devilly. Yeah, it's, it is, it's the deviled eggs. That's retarded. Well, well, you don't have to just say every thought that comes to your head. Like they, I have a filter. Do you also eat deviled eggs because they're called deviled eggs? No, I wouldn't care what they were called. What do you mean? <laughs> what about Easter eggs? What's your favorite color Easter oh, egg? Oh, jeez. I know. I mean, seriously. Let's go through all the we colors. We could do a parody of this show and no one would listen to it because it would be too spot on. They'd be like, no. It'd be like how Chad does like the hype train now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's asking for likes. And he's like, yeah, I do this because I'm goofing on Aaron. You're like, no, no, no. You do this more than Aaron does. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> like, you've just turned into the thing that you don't like. So I can't even do a parody of this. So this is what I wanted to play for you before is finally Jade is ready to transition the conversation away from the foods that they enjoy. What a weird start to our show today that we just talked for 15 minutes about snacks and popcorn and everything else. Um, I have a very funny thought in my head right now. You so do? There's, yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah, exactly. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> I will doubt that very much. So the funny thought in her head, and we already played some of these clips, but apparently in Denmark, some young girl was using a metal detector on the beach and found these old Viking coins that are thousands and thousands of years old and a museum wanted to buy them and it was worth a lot of money and stuff. And she's like, and we have that friend, none of us know, who likes to use his metal detector and he never finds anything. So I just thought, (laughs) how funny is that that our friend's an asshole (laughs) and this girl did so well with that. What a loser. Yeah, so this is, after all of that conversation, she's going to... Wrap up her funny thought. So, I don't know. It just, it, it kind of cracked me up. Yeah. That that was a trending story today. Yeah, that is that is funny. It's funny to think about. Yeah. It kind of cracked you up. Oh, yeah, that is funny. Yeah. That's how I uh, explain that I find something to be humorous. I go, okay. oh, yeah. That is funny. That is funny. It's a funny thought. Thanks for sharing. You just talked me out of starting my metal detecting hobby. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't pull all the clips, obviously. It's so boring. Yeah. But they were explaining that... When you do use a metal detector, you have to dig, and there's a lot of bending down. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> are, are you talking to Tommy from MSCS Media? Do you think everyone's an alien who doesn't know how fucking life works on this show? How do you bend down? At the waist, or you take a knee? <laughs> Left knee or right knee? So then it doesn't end there, unfortunately. Ooh, if you I don't find know. something cool, that would make it all worth it, like if you found like a $100,000 coin or something. Yeah. Yeah, good point, Andy. Thanks for bringing that to our attention. Just so you guys know, using a metal detector might not be the coolest thing, but what if you found like something that was really valuable? Yeah, that'd be neat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that'd be funny. What the fuck? I, I, my morons play scratch-off lottery, too. Yes, right. <laughs> I can't, that as a hobby. I can't imagine two people less capable of an interesting conversation doing a podcast together. This is insane. You would think they would sit down with each other and be like, all right, we got to get our shit together. This is, what are we doing? My fucking parents could podcast circles around them. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't even know what a podcast I think is. you're right. <laughs> Andy, what else do you want to hit on, buddy? Well, uh, last clip. This is on the heels of talking about the diarrhea. They start talking about how people who run marathons, you know, if you're running a marathon and you have to go to the bathroom, you just shit your pants, and it's the coolest thing you could possibly do. (laughs) Clip nine. Yeah, no, I think that um, the bigger concern, and I don't want to, I don't want to shield you from running, but I'm sure you know these stories, like marathon runners that have like pooped their pants. Oh, they just poop right right there. Yeah, yeah, they're hardcore. See, I'll, uh, I've had that before where I started out going for a run, and then I'm like, ooh, we got something. Ooh. Yeah. yeah <laughs> got something yeah. going on. Mike, a little and Michael then, Jackson comes back. And then run. Yep. Right on cue. Let's, let's do some voices. Yeah. Now, so now you do it. Yeah. 
Gigi Allen and Michael Jackson. <laughs> Hardcore <laughs> shitty. But when Andy has to shit, it's for a very different reason. It's because he's been eating food nonstop for 48 hours straight. Marathon runners is very different. <laughs> yeah. Very different reason why they have to take a shit. All right. So then they get into a conversation. They finally get a topic going. And their topic is going to be about AI. I guess they're talking about like what hobbies Andy could have. And Jade's trying to help out as a good friend does. And I wish I, I should start playing around with AI apparently because the AI is all over the news. I mean, I don't know. Have you tried the, the chat? I GPS haven't messed thing? around with that at all. Have you? No, because I don't like it. I don't like it either. I'm not into it. Um, and it's there's scary. a lot of people who say like, if you don't embrace AI, then you're going to be left behind, right? Like we're going to be the we're going to be the old people. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> First off, it is Chat GPT, not Chat GPS, <laughs> not global positioning satellites. But more importantly, what a fucking retarded conversation. Yeah. Well, you know what you could do as a hobby is AI. What? What? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you ever? I mean, that's a, almost the same as saying do you ever Google stuff. Like, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Well, that's a hobby. No, <laughs> let's talk about it. That's not. Yeah, it's not not a hobby at all. So then they get into their spicy AI talk. Um, but really? AI is just—it's really um scary, and I I. In it a lot really of circumstances, scary. I don't understand the point. I don't understand why they're trying to make artificial intelligence. Like, I don't understand that. Like, right. artificial intelligence means a man-made intelligence, which means that we're basically trying to replace our brains. Right. Somebody's got to have it. There's none on this show. Somebody's <laughs> got to be intelligent. Well, that's what's so funny about it. They go, I'm afraid of AI. I'm like, you should be. Yeah. You should be. Because I guarantee a computer could be way more entertaining and interesting on a podcast than the two of you. If anyone should be afraid for their job. It's these two asshats. Agreed, but he started out by saying I should be getting into this. And yeah, then, I know. What the fuck? It's, it's, she's like, yeah, you should be too. And now they're scared of it within yeah. oh, two yeah. minutes. Oh, yeah, immediately. And this this is the dumbest thing they said. What was that? I, it's the second time that happened. What is it that? It sounded like it came from over there. Is my equipment blowing up? All right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> they could, like, an AI program could completely just, like, have a total AI Jade or a total AI Andy. Right. I don't think that AI Jade and Andy show would be quite as entertaining. I don't think it would I be. Think... As... You don't? Yeah, I got my doubts on that. Yeah, you know what AI doesn't do? They just talk about olives for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. AI doesn't give a fuck about olives. I love that they're like, well, I mean, at least we're safe. No, not even close. You guys have done nothing. I listened to multiple episodes. I know you listened. Like, none of us picked up on anything. It was like, all right, these people are interesting. No. These people are compelling. There's no personality here. There's nothing going on at all. And I, I blame Dave and Chuck. I think that Dave and Chuck is such a boring show. And this guy's probably the most interesting part that he thinks he can just come on here and be like, I don't know, man. AI, scary shit, right? They're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is nuts. And then we've talked about all these topics that I brought to you today. Andy is going to tie it all together at the end. Yeah, that makes me, these discussions about AI make me want to eat more eggs, more deviled eggs. Does it, yeah, well, I think, does it make you want to like maybe do more stuff because doing stuff is cool? Like, yeah, maybe it do makes more me want to do more stuff. There you go. Um, the fear of AI makes me want to do more stuff. It's like retarded. Ah, I can't fucking take it. It's like retarded Seinfeld. You know, like in Seinfeld, there's all these multiple plots and it all comes together at the yeah. end. These guys are just like, all right, we talked about three different things. So AI makes me like deviled eggs and hobbies. Like, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> that was stupid. That's a marker board that just says AI and <laughs> eggs. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? So then 
They ask the big question. They're going to ask their audience this big question. Well, I guess we should uh, throw that out to the the listeners, uh, the people who have made it to the end of our show today. Yeah, we'll ask you this question. Would you eat AI deviled egg or human deviled egg? Yeah, if you had to choose, and there was only there was two deviled eggs there, and there one of them was an AI deviled egg, and then the other one was a regular deviled egg made by a human with love and care and care. Which would you which would you choose? They don't even know what AI is. <laughs> I, I guarantee they're congratulating themselves over there. Yeah, I sh- I'm sure they are. They actually asked. They're like, hey, send us a note on social media. We'll talk about it next week. Like, what, what do you guys think? It's like AI doesn't make – unless, unless they're talking about like a devil eggs recipe, which would be the same as Googling it, yeah. which is what people would do anyway. I, I, I Honestly, I, I can't figure out what they think AI is. <laughs> this guy's already come to the conclusion that AI is robots who go around and make food. And you yeah. say they're not interesting. They broke your brain. They're fucking retarded. <laughs> and I played this clip on the Drew and Mike show, but I have to play it here because the, the most recent episode, they came out and they started out by bragging about their listenership. Now, keep in mind, they're on the Riff in Detroit, and uh, this guy, Andy's on a, a bunch of markets, Dave and Chuck the Freak. So they should have a built-in audience. They're already on the radio. They're already talking to people. They have a name. Andy, we um, I, we got to give a huge shout-out to all the people who have uh, tuned in and uh, listened. We do this every week, but usually it's more towards the end of the show. But I will say um, almost every episode is close to 1,000 downloads. No, which is they awesome. all yes it is awesome it is awesome it is yeah. cool people are consistently downloading I meant to say, whoa yeah whoa uh, whoa <laughs> and i i said this on true and mike and i'll say it again real quick when we started out we didn't have a lot of downloads between 100 and 200 was typical for uh episode of who are these podcasts and then we started to grow never once did I have 912 downloads and think, I should probably brag about this. Yeah. Like, I still wasn't like, ah, we did it. We made it. Like, no, that's, you're still not there yet. Right. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a ratings book, but having less than 1,000 listeners would give you like a zero share. It's not, <laughs> it's not impressive. And I wouldn't brag about it on the show, especially if you want to get advertisers someday. Those ones that obviously you do not have. I'm sorry to put you through this one, no. Andy. Oh, this was a terrible show. So boring. Yeah. Really, it just sounded like they're trying to fill thirty minutes. Like two people have sat down, like, all right, we got thirty minutes to kill, so let's just do it. Yeah, and they're being we, forced we do to something. do it, and it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. Ooh. All right, let's move on. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This one comes in from Adam Thoreau, and he wrote, "Gather around, everybody. Story time. I'd rather not explain this one to you and just let it surprise you. So I've not even listened to this yet. So this is all news to me. I just." Trust Adam. Let's see what happens. Even if she quit her job as a barista, she'd still be required to provide extraneous services, which covered a lot of areas without pay. The worst extraneous service so far had been the month she'd had to spend drinking piss out of cocks in the men's bathroom. Every size, shape, color, and stank of cock shoved into her mouth, where she had to suck just gently enough to swallow the piss without getting them too hard to piss. And since it was a coffee shop, every man in the place had to piss constantly. <laughs> what just <Yeah>. happened? <laughs> hey, compared to this last podcast we just had to do, yeah. this is fucking amazing. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Wow. All right. Guys, here's the deal. I am going to a hockey game tonight. The hockey game starts at 7. We started recording at 5, which means we got to move quickly today. We got to get to it and get out. So I can watch the Amherst play Toronto. 
in what could be a decisive game three. The Amherst move on to the playoffs. I know everyone's very excited about that. <laughs> but first, I want to bring on a guy who's been listening to the show for a long time, Bobcat from uh, Philadelphia. He went to the Pottstown Uncle Rico show. And I'm going to say this before he even comes on. I'm not here to bash the live show in any manner. I'm just interested in what his experience was because I know they had some technical issues and I feel for them. I've had technical issues at live shows, so I get it and it sucks and it's not fun. So I'm not going to laugh about any of that sort of thing or victory lap on anything like that, obviously. And uh, I want people to go to more live shows. I want people to come out and, and enjoy you know, Shuli and the gang and, and Anthony Kumi was there, Casey Armstrong. A lot of friends of ours were uh, at this live show, Bob Levy. And so I, a lot of people supported that and they went out to it. But I've heard a lot of different accounts. I, I read on Reddit, a uh, Howard Stern fan who went there, didn't know the Uncle Rico show, didn't know Perry Caravello, and was just like, ah, you know, the way he explained it, it was compelling. The way he explained it, like it, from his perspective, I was like, wow. Sounds crazy. And then, of course, I've heard Anthony's take on it. I've heard Julian Bob's take on it. Ray DeVito's take. Ray DeVito, he's coming out on Saturday. Got a lot to talk to him about because he was there as a performer. He did six and a half minutes of stand-up. He drove two hours, did six and a half minutes of stand-up. And then when he was like, hey, where's our Airbnb? They're like, oh, no, there's no room for you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) fucking brutal. So poor Ray. But uh, with that said... Bobcat. What's up, buddy? How you doing, Carl, Andy, Chris, hey. guys? I'm doing well. Um, I think I heard you with uh, El Harible talking a little bit about your experience. Yeah, I called them when I got home, yes. I was very interested in what you had to say, so I thought, I'd like you on my show to talk about this, because it seemed like it was an eventful event, if that makes any sense. It was, and I'm glad you prefaced all that stuff. I was going to say pretty much the same thing. Uh, I'm a fan of you guys. I'm a fan of them. I don't have any agendas. Yeah. I don't hate Shuli like all those other people. I listen to O&A. I listen to Howard. I love, I really like all these people. So I went there as a fan. I bought my ticket literally as soon as it went on sale. I was excited to go. I I didn't go there to try to bash anybody or anything else. And I've been to two of your events, uh, Nashville and Chicago, which were were very well planned out. And uh, you had tech issues. I understand that. I work in tech. We test things 100 times and then the shit breaks as soon as we get started. Exactly. So I felt bad for them. I felt bad for uh, Chris and Eso. Or Joe, sorry. Yeah. Um, but so uh, I was texting with Cardiff because uh, I was joking. I told me he could stay at my house. And he said, because door's supposed to open at 5 and show is supposed to start at 6. And I was texting him at like 5. I'm like, what time do you think I should get there? He's like, the doors aren't even open yet. I'd probably come at like quarter of. So I got there around 5.50. I'd say there was about 60 cars in the lot. It, there weren't a lot of people in there yet. I did buy VIP. Uh, again, uh, another preface. I don't, I don't care about money. I've paid to go to your shows. I'm going to see Pearl Jam in Texas. I don't care about money. It's just I should get what I pay for. Right. And so I paid the 40 bucks for the VIP, which was supposed to be uh, premium seating, a uh, poster, and a meet and greet. So like I said, I got there at 550, and I immediately could tell they were having problems. I could see ESO and uh, the other guy running around like crazy, and I felt bad for that. Yeah, and I could tell immediately. It looked like their one of their boards was having problems, and some of the mic cables and the cable going into the laptop was having issues. So after about fifteen minutes of that, they came out on stage and tried to power through, and they quickly realized after about three minutes it wasn't going to happen. They said, "We'll be right back," and then I think the show finally did start around seven ten, 
and they had most of the mics working. They replaced the board, but the cable going into the laptop was buzzing like crazy. So anytime they played video, it was this terrible buzz. But then the producer was doing a good job. He would lower it when the guys were talking to get rid of the buzz. But anytime they went back to the screen, it was terrible. That's one of those things like, what are you going to do? I mean, I've been in that predicament and you're like, well, we just got to do it because this is what the show is. Did they truck out Anthony Cumia to do (laughs) 20 minutes? (laughs) I think they did. But real quick, before you go further, I just want to back up a second because one of the things I heard, this venue is a weird venue and I don't know why it's called a comedy club. I don't know if it is it's a cop. Okay. Because they keep saying Soul Joel's Comedy Club. So apparently, this is it's this big building. I saw pictures of it. Probably a lot of people have. It looked more like it would be a place where someone would get married. It's a it's a very big like ballroom that they set up all these chairs. You know, there's a stage and they set up all these chairs like a wedding. Like the Nashville like, City Winery? No. That's a venue Yeah, where there's live music, live performances. There's no This stage. is not that at all. Okay. I don't think they had sound there, which is why they had to bring their own oh, sound, geez. which is why they had issues. Correct. But hold on. The funniest part is I just got to get this part point out because it's this big building. You walk in and one of the wings of the building has a funeral going on and it's Daryl Hall's mom. Daryl Hall from Hall & Oates is from Pottsville oh, and his oh, mom just passed away. Was he there? Yes. Oh. So he got signing autographs. <laughs> he got to, yeah. He's signing Shuley posters. Did Cardiff get him on his show? <laughs> Probably. Probably. So you, so you walk in and you're like, funeral this way, stuttering John this way, and you're like, you're like ah, yeah. I'm not even sure now. <laughs> Can we do both? <laughs> Does VIP cover that? Soul Jules used to be in the next town over, and it literally was just a tent. Okay. Like, a, a tent. And I think he lost that space. So it's actually called Sunnybrook, and it's uh, like a wedding venue. It's this a huge building, and then they have all these little rooms in there. So they were in the biggest space because I think they uh, were trying to sell a thousand tickets. Yeah. I'd say maybe Shuli said 360. And again, I have nothing against Shuli. I would have guessed about 250. Okay. And the first 10 rows were VIP. We had padded seats. And then the next 20 seats back were GA. So I did get premium seating. That was fine. They didn't really have a lot of staff. They kind of just gave us a wristband and moved us up to the front. And then I had heard beforehand they were going to do the podcast first then clear everybody out and do meet and greet, and then do the comedy show. Okay. So, and when I heard that, I'm like, I don't know how they're possibly going to do this. Is there anywhere for you to go between the... There's a bar somewhere, there right? There was a bar in, in the back corner. There was a little tiny bar. And then on the other side, they had some, like, munchy food, whatever. Uh, no merch table, no nothing else. Just okay. this massive space with, like, maybe 30 rows of seat in the front. I did post some pictures on Reddit. Yeah, I saw that. So they finally started... They had a package of, of Uncle Rico stuttering John. It looked like it was about a 40-minute video. They got through 12 minutes of that. Anthony came out and did some stuff. Bob, I don't care about it. Bob was bombed, and he was eating edibles, and he was trash. But he was funny. He was good. A lot of screaming. And then I they will brought, say that uh, Bob, Bob claimed on Miserable's Company that he was not. He said he had like uh, a couple edibles, but he said he was not bombed. I'll just I'll point that out. But I've heard other people say that they thought differently. But okay, go on. This is your this is your interpretation. I should I'll just My let you opinion. go. This is Bob Cat talking. Like, All right. Yeah. All right. I like Bob. Like Me I said, too. I'm a fan. Yeah. All right. So then uh, Anthony came out. He was funny. Um, Casey came out. 
he had his clipboard. He was more worried about the strip club afterwards. And I told him, <laughs> I'm like, dude, that. you don't want to go there. It's a complete shithole in the in not a good part of town. And then I don't know if you saw Anthony's tweet afterwards. He said it was like pig AIDS or something. So I'm like, I told you so. And then there was people in the venue asking me. I was like, look, I'm local. You don't want to go there. And like this one guy was from Portland. Everybody came to see uh, Perry, basically. Yeah, there were a lot of um, Perry Caravello fans there. Can, can somebody explain to me who that is? Because yeah, I don't know. Apparently, when he came out, he got like a standing ovation. Yeah, right? like, for like, like 10 minutes, nuts. he started crying. Yeah, he was like crying yes. on stage with his own. Like, yeah. He's like, wow, because they flew him out from California to be there. <laughs> and Perry Caravello, I guess now he has like a show, a streaming show, where people like send shit to his house that he doesn't like. And then for money, he'll like eat a pickle and he hates pickles. Like, <laughs> it's bizarre. But. The reason why people know about this guy is because Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel decided to make a movie 20 plus years ago called Windy City Heat, where they had this whole movie production around this one guy, Perry Caravello, who wanted to be famous. He was the only one who didn't know it was a fake movie. Okay. So they just fuck with him the entire time. It's like, that's what the movie is. It's them fucking with them making this movie. Oh, I want to see that. And, yeah, it's great. <laughs> and him not being in on the joke. So he's like a Carl Pilkington type? Yes. Okay. Very much so, except for he's, he's like, it's... Very mad. <laughs> he screams and swears at people a lot. But I'm sorry. It's Keep hilarious, but it gets re- it gets repetitive. So speaking of pickles, your buddy Mike Morse, the only contribution he made to the podcast was he would get up after they brought Perry out. He'd go over to Perry and stick a pickle in his face, and Perry would get mad. I swear, he didn't say two fucking words during the entire podcast. And he walks around. He's like a 60-year-old man. He's got fucking earrings in, and he thinks he's like, the man, it just he contributed nothing. How was his stand? If I have an agenda, did he do he, stand- done, oh, he he played a song, oh. and it was kind of cheesy. It just I, I they call him the other guy for a reason. I just again, I'm not a comedian. I'm not on an agenda. But that guy sucks. Did he I'm do? His, did he do his hand puppet routine where the yeah, the hands are singing just, to each other? <laughs> just he played a song. Okay. It, it wasn't bad. It's just he contributes nothing. Okay, just, uh, just surely was really MC. So the show, at the, so they just abruptly end the podcast after like an hour, and they're like, we'll, "We'll do meet and greet, and then we'll do some comedy." Cool. So then thirty minutes goes by and nothing happens. I'm like, "What's going on?" So I texted Cardiff again. He's like, "Now the meet and greet's at the end," and I'm like, "Shit!" I'm like, "I can't stay here till midnight." So then after thirty minutes, they start the uh, co- comedy show, and then they announce Ray and say he's the funniest guy from Ohio, and people have no idea who Ray is. He doesn't get booed. He doesn't get cheered. He and I, but I'm sorry. Before that, for like 25 minutes, I watched him. He was in the front row in the corner, just like pounding beers. Okay. Like during the end of the podcast, so he comes on stage. I would say six and a half minutes is generous. I don't think he was on stage for that long. Uh, he did have one good joke about Chad, yeah. but it was more the joke than people knowing Chad. They got a little bit of a pop. But his, he was talking about the subway or something. And he said on his podcast that he had just written the material because his word was going to get leaked. It was uncomfortable. He didn't seem comfortable on stage. And then he abruptly just like stopped after six minutes. And he was like, are you guys going to come get me? Like, what's going on? I'm done. <laughs> I need so an then, adult. Yeah. I guess that video's out there, right? Ray leaked it himself, right? And it went for Pro- two. Producer Joe comes around the side and goes, you're supposed to announce the next guy. And then he starts ripping the producers. So then Shuley oh, comes no. around the other side because apparently that's the thing. It was completely unorganized. People didn't know how long they were supposed to be up there. 
And so then Shuli comes running up because apparently Shuli thought he told him 10 minutes and Shuli was out smoking. So Shuli comes up and then introduces Cardiff. Okay. Cardiff comes up with his cue cards and Cardiff did great in the beginning. He did this stuff on Kevin Brennan that killed. Then he went into this thing. Oh, then he busted on Mike Morris for a couple minutes. That killed. And But I don't think people really knew who Mike was. So then he does like <laughs> four minutes of, of Chad material and uh, the Dale Mabry shit. And nobody knew who Chad was, and it just completely bombed. I felt bad for him. All right, can I stop you right but there? That, I, I want to ask you about please. this because this is one of the things that I heard. And by the way, again, props to Shuli. You're bringing all these different people together. Perry Caravello, you got Anthony Cumia, you know, you got the Uncle Rico show. And so from what I heard and what I read in the Howard Stern subreddit, is that there were a lot of people who didn't know what Uncle Rico was. They didn't realize that people were going to be gripping on Stuttering John, which is nuts. People were like, well, what are we, Stuttering John, why are we talking about that? And then there were people there just for Perry Caravello who didn't know Ray DeVito or Chad Zubak or Cardiff Electric. So there's, it was like a weird crowd. How weird. Yeah, because a lot of people came because they're like Howard Stern fans. And Casey Armstrong's there and Shuli Egar and Bob Levy. And they know Howard Stern or Anthony Cumia is there and they know Opie and Anthony. Because so, they're in an area close to Philly, not too far from New York, where you're going to get people like, oh, okay, I like these guys. I've heard, I listen to them on, on the radio. And then they show up and it's like this whole weird thing of this like internet lore that's been growing for the last five or six years. If you're not in on it, you're like, what is, what is this? Sure. <laughs> this guy's a potato what? Yeah. <laughs> in my opinion it was probably 85 percent perry people wow who just yes he's that big I mean, in this crowd yes like i said it was only like 250 people and that's all right apparently that's a lot of people. it's a big room is the problem 250 people is a good, a good number of people uh, it was it was it looked good it was a good attendance i'm yeah. not ripping the crowd at all yeah, yeah but yeah. most people had on the pcl shirts or the shirts with his address on them no shit or the pickle and signs and a couple people dressed as them but i wow like, and again I'm not ripping anybody, but really, I don't think people – like. all right, so then Cardiff went into the squeegee joke. Nobody knew what it was except me. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying and, – and like uh, Carlos Deidre said, that's like not knowing Freebird. But I, <laughs> I, I loved it. I thought it was great, but uh, nobody really knew what was going on. Like you said, uh, the majority of people were there for Perry. There were a couple Uncle Rico people. Like I know all the people. So like yeah. I, was, I was enjoying myself except for the delay and then whatever. So then he does squeegee bit. They just uh, usher him off. People were confused. Like, who's this fucking guy with a Spider-Man mask? Yeah. <laughs> so then the, the Tony Hawk guy comes up, and that wasn't very good. And then at that point, I'm like, I got to go. I'm like. Uh, oh, no. And I'm, I, I just said, at that point, it was like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, you got I don't have before this. Six. I can handle Yeah. Yeah. So then I'm like, all right, well, where's my poster? Because. I don't know if you go to a, a well-attended event, you get a nice signed poster. Yes. Yeah. We always so, have posters. At no our shows. poster. What the fuck? They promised a poster. No poster. And then apparently at the end when they did meet and greet, uh, Shuli was like, "Everyone can come. Who gives a shit?" So again, I don't <laughs> care how much it was, but it wasn't what I was promised. I didn't right. get my poster. I didn't really get a meet and greet. I did get preferred seating. It just it seemed like he had no schedule. Or anything, and the communication, like you said, telling Ray where he's going to sleep or how long people were supposed to be up there, and it seemed like they just flew by the seat of their pants, and it was very unorganized. Okay, I think that's part of the charm of it, especially if you bring Perry in, you want it to be. And I guess the big uh, payoff at the end was Hypergeric came out. Right? I, I mean, saw you weren't pictures there for that. of that. Okay, yeah. Thank God, 
I saw the pictures. I bitch pulled yeah. his pants down. They put blue cheese in his ass for Bob Levy to eat it out. And then someone shoved a microphone in, in the blue cheese in his ass. <laughs> this is what I've heard. I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> uh, it happened. I have saw the pictures. Okay. And my other buddy was there. At the end. He didn't leave. And then apparently Perry did like an hour of just telling the stories, like the 92 story. I don't know if you know the Perry lore. No. The 92 story. He got promised a job on a Christina Aguilera movie. And the agent told him that he had to blow him. And Perry said no, and he goes, well, you have to jerk me off, and I'm going to blow you. That's the 92 story, and apparently people get him to tell this story of Randy Callahan. And so they got him to tell the story again, and then they gave him pizzas, and he threw the pizzas at people. And then they gave him McDonald's, and he kicked that at people. And then they gave him Sprite and pickles, and just the same. It's it's repetitive, but it's funny because Perry freaks out. Like, I think since he got in an accident and he hit in his head, so he's a little off. Yeah. But – it's entertaining if you like that stuff. I mean, but I, I enjoy it. I think it's funny. I guess um, there was a huge line for Perry after the show. So when they did yes. finally like, go back towards the bar for the meet and greet or whatever, you know, people are getting books autographed by Anthony Cumia. And there's a huge line for Perry, but it did seem a little disorganized as far as people who like bought the VIP meet and greet to just do it at the very, very end like that. Well, the PCL guys were even saying like, that that was even unorganized. The PCL guys were ripping them on their after stream saying if if we weren't there, no one would have run this. Like they kind of organized mm-hmm. the meet and greet. It just was utter chaos. Like either do it like you did Chicago do it in the beginning or do Nashville like you do it at the end. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But in a different room with only the people who paid for it coming in, like that's the way you do it. So I was I was checking out Anthony's show on Monday and he was talking all about his experience. And so after the show, as you mentioned, Casey Armstrong was building up this big after party at the strip club that's in this town. It's in Douglasville. It's not in Pottstown. Okay. It's 20 minutes away. Okay. So Anthony gets there and he goes, he goes, the strippers there, like, you didn't want to look at them. You wanted to divert your eyes. They were so fat and ugly. <laughs> He's like going through the whole description of these girls. I guess it was gross. And they would like go up there and dance, and no one would give them money. So then they like walk out and be like, "Give me money for my dance." I just did. I was like, "That's how, that's how strip clubs work." We talking about? Here's some clothes you can put on. Yeah, I guess, I guess Anthony thought he was being extorted or something. So then there's a casino not far away, and it's like, "Can we just go to the casino, please? I don't want to be here anymore." And so I guess one of the fans who was there, he goes, "Oh, I can drive you to the casino." And I was like, "Oh, really? I don't know. I've never even met you before." Sounds like a bad idea, but eventually, <laughs> but but I, I, I do want to leave. Yeah, yes. I'm desperate right. to get out of here. So eventually, Anthony and that guy Mike, who used to be friends with Stuttering John, but introduced, oh yeah, you know all that lore, which is hilarious. So I guess those guys they get in the car with this guy, and he starts driving through suburban neighborhoods for thirty minutes. And Anthony's making jokes like, "This looks like the same intersection we were just in. Like, are we going anywhere?" And I was like, "Ah." Uh-huh. And sure enough, 30 minutes later, they pull up to the same strip club that they had just left. And then he's like, what the fuck? We're going to the casino. He's like, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I must have turned the wrong way. <laughs> it's 45 minutes because they went to Valley Forge. Yeah. Literally, it's two roads and you get on 422 and it's 45 minutes down to King Prussia. So I don't know where the fuck they went. Oh, that sounds oh, horrifying. But that strip club <laughs> in the middle of nowhere on this little shit road, like I said, I didn't even think that place was open because I've driven past it before, but it's a shithole. And I told them, but no one fucking, don't listen to local guy. Yeah. <laughs> what was Casey's deal? You know, I'm friends with Casey, obviously, but um, I, I was confused as to like, it was 
his after party at the strip club? Did he have like a deal with the strip club or something? So he met them or got some sort of connection. He was on had his uh, one of the bartenders on his podcast a week or two ago. I think he just Googled strip club near Pottstown because there's only like three. And that one is 20 minutes north. And there's like, what? well, of the three, that's probably the least shittiest one. But this area, again, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's a bunch of farms. Yeah. There's not a lot of that shit around here. So when he said he was going to one, I'm like, oh, boy. So I think he just somehow made a connection. And then he printed out these flyers. And they were just like all over the bathroom and the urinals. And then, then he was trying to sell his books. He was really nice. He really was. He's he was a, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. He's fantastic. And yeah. people were stopping him. And he was great. That begs the question, why did they elect to do it there? I found this out. Oh, okay. So on Shuli's website, it says his manager agent is Joel. Because I was wondering the same thing. Oh. So Soul Joel has a relationship with Shuli. Shuli said they wanted to be on the East Coast, whatever. I think that was a little bit of uh, stretching it. So Shuli has a relationship with Joel. And they do get some half-decent acts around here. Nothing crazy. Like Anthony did his tour at Soul Joel's. And they get some half-decent people there. But like I said, we're we're like 45 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. There's not a lot in Pottstown. Uh, it's a suburban area with a lot of farms and whatnot. I it's just love the fact. Just like Rochester. Well, I was going to say, I love the <laughs> fact that this actually made the Rochester show seem like a good destination. Like we, <laughs> we did a show in Rochester at the beginning of February. It was zero degrees out. And people were like, yeah, but there's an airport and you can get an Uber. Yeah. It's pretty nice. What's <laughs> that strip club? club? <laughs> Well, I said it's about 45 minutes north of Philly yeah, uh, okay. to get here. It's really not near anything. There's a Pottstown airport, but it's only like little tiny planes. Right. You're not flying in there. Bobcat, I, I got to let you go because I got to hit something else and, and get out of here. But thank you so much for your recap. I just wanted to get another perspective. And, and again, it, it's not to pile on. I, I'm sure the show was great. Everyone said they had fun. People who went to it said they had fun. People who performed said they had fun. And I'm glad that Chewie's doing that. And I'm, I'm, I hope we do more of those types of things. But it's just it just seems so interesting on all the things that went on and all the stuff I was hearing about. I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. I want to hear more about how this all went down. Well, I wasn't really surprised because like he doesn't really have, he doesn't prep for his show. He even says, we have watched this. So he kind of right. did the same thing for his show. So... Maybe if you put the show together for him, and then he even said, oh, when we went to Rochester, we just had to plug in. So, yeah. well, I will be on Shuli's show on Friday. Um, he wants Can to. Can I ask you one thing yeah, please. before I go? Of course. And don't get mad at me. Yeah. Where the fuck is Croge? Oh, Croge is at uh, band practice. <laughs> uh, no, hopefully, well, I miss Croge, Croge. I miss him too. Hopefully, he comes back on the show. We all love Croge. And uh, yeah, it's unfortunate um, that he hasn't been wanting to do the show anymore because he's always uh he always brings it well andy's the goat but i love crows and chris you're the man yeah, and thank crows. you carl i appreciate it guys thanks bobcat good to talk to you buddy thanks for coming to chicago and nashville loved it all right man we'll see you again i got care yeah i gotta say when i read on reddit about the funeral being in the same place i'm like fucking people on reddit what a, what, <laughs> a new low and he just established that it's true i love yeah. it <laughs> Yeah, the person who wrote that on Reddit was just like, I got there. I thought I was at the wrong place because it's a funeral. <laughs> There's two funerals. Yeah. The death of Shuli's career, too. So Pu- Puppet show and Spinal and Tap. it's not the death of Shuli's <laughs> career. Shuli Network's going strong. All right, so we did a show called Live, Laugh, Larceny. It was episode number 398. It wasn't that long ago. I believe Vinny was on with me because that was a true crime show about like petty crimes. Right. 
and there was this guy who's amateur hour and this super annoying girl on there. Well, Anna Thoreau pointed out that they discovered that we reviewed their show, and so they addressed it on theirs. So recently, a show that is larger than ours did an entire episode kind of talking shit about how we suck. <laughs> and yeah, and, and it's not just a straight up slap in our face because this show, all they do is other shows like that. Mm-hmm. So we just got picked I, actually, we were a listener suggestion, so I don't know. Somebody must have really hated us. <laughs> so this show just makes fun of other shows. And I, I just wanted to share with you guys where I am in my journey of making this show. Yeah, please do, because... Oh, who talks like that? I just want to share where I am in my journey. <laughs> yes, please do. Where am I in my journey, Chris? Do you know? Anywhere you want it. <laughs> the callback. I get it. The only thing I'm going to be journeying to is the uh, Amherst game <laughs> in a little bit. <laughs> All right. Let's keep listening to this guy. I have seen some evolution. <laughs> there are so many changes that have happened between both of us, and our lives have changed drastically over the span of two, a little over two years. Mm-hmm. So when we very first started, Amanda and I got our first one-star review a long, long time ago, and it was one where somebody didn't even leave a review, and mm-hmm. we were hurt for that night. I know we were hurt. <laughs> and then we got over it, and then Oof. Imagine getting a one-star review and being like, ooh, that stings. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would be in rough shape. And my feelings. <laughs> if every time I got a one-star review. I, I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, producer Chris, I'm going to take like three years off. I got yeah. uh, 500 one-star reviews. I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> do what you got to do. We got our first one-star review that actually left some words, and that hurt a little bit. And so <laughs> maybe we picked the wrong podcast. These people are insensitive. Holy shit. One that used words. Yeah. What were the other ones? Just well, you middle just, fingers? You could, go, <laughs> you could go in and just rate it, or you could also oh, rate okay. it and leave a comment. Yeah. So someone's just like, this woman fucking sucks, or whatever, <laughs> whatever they wrote. <laughs> I don't leave her. Whatever movies. you wrote. Yeah, no, it wasn't me. Whatever it was. We're getting stronger and figuring out, like, we're just gaining experience. Yeah. And this was a whole nother level of... Like, okay, a one-star review is one thing. Learn to take criticism, and if people's criticism isn't good, don't take it, blah, blah, blah. But to have somebody just straight up make you the subject of their show right? and to play clips of your show and then pause them and then talk shit after it. Right, like dissecting it and Mm -hmm. just shitting all over it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't listen, and I told Trevin. I don't know if you listened Uh, to the whole thing. Yeah, Trevin and Amanda... (laughs) I am so glad Amanda didn't listen. I think she, just based on what they were just saying, I think she would have killed herself. So I'm glad he probably told her, "Don't listen." Yeah, it's it's actually they love you. It's it's me that they don't like. <laughs> Oof. Finished after we talked about it. Uh, good, good. Because for me, there are low vibration human beings that need to stay out of my golden bubble of protection. Okay, so for me, I was like, I just don't even need to listen to something like that. But what I want to say about the matter is that I have seen growth from you on this whole thing. Because Trevin, when we first started the show, okay, the eviction band Trevin Mm. would not have handled this the way that you did. And you actually took the time to reflect and realize that they weren't worth your energy to put anything creative or extra time into so good for you thank you most (laughs) 
Wow, what a compliment right yeah. there. You didn't even fucking lose your shit, so that's impressive. Yeah, thanks. I was thinking about shooting up a town or a strip mall, but decided against it. I'm growing as a person. You did nothing, and that was the right thing to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> and also, they're explaining, and this isn't lost on Adam who sent me this, they're explaining how much they don't care about this and how it rolls up their back because they've matured and they spend five minutes doing so, yeah. which is always good. Most of it was because, and I would have loved to have done something petty and funny for <laughs> our listeners and for myself. Yeah. But when you deal with people who are just sort of like shock humor, and I'm not saying I haven't listened to and enjoyed some of that at times, mm-hmm. but if your only thing out there is to get people to kind of listen because they're pissed at something that you're doing... It just tells me that if I were going to put any energy into it or even say their name or anything at this point, I would be helping prove that their way of getting listeners works. Listen, I don't I don't need you helping me prove that the way that we get listeners works. But also, people don't listen to the show because they're mad at the podcast that right. we're going to review. They're like, oh, good, they're going to go after Live Laugh Larceny. Yeah, these fucking assholes. They've been getting away with it for too long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong about that, sir. We're, it's a roast. We're having a, a, a good-natured ribbing, as uh, KB likes to say. Yeah. So I don't really want to send people that way. We don't want you guys to go and find them. They are horrible. We're not going to give you their name. They don't deserve a listen. But I'm honestly just... I know. Oh, shit. I would have gotten a windfall of support yeah. if <laughs> only they had mentioned me by name. Damn it. Oh, wow. Also, that's coming from <clears throat> the woman who didn't listen to us. Correct. Also, if you Google Live Laugh Larceny, I'm pretty sure our website shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. It's called an SEO strategy. Look into it. Proud of you for handling it. Because honestly, in the grand scheme, they don't matter. They don't. But what I was going to say was... That's not what my mom says. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean we don't matter? Everyone's important. Was Where we are mm-hmm. is we're getting up there. We're getting up there with listeners. We're getting more people. Thank you. Keep telling other people. Yes. I'll take any help you want to give. But we're getting to the point where we're not just a small little thing. Yes, you are. (laughs) So this is is the funniest part of this response is now Trevin spinning this into how successful he is as a podcast and how amazing it is. He's famous and successful now. Because God don't make junk. Yep. Yeah. You know, we're a bigger show. And so there's going to be more haters that come along with more listeners. And let me pause you too. Even though we do have more listeners and it's a bigger show, we are still the same independent podcast that is doing this from Trevin's studio in his home. Okay. Right. I'm sure you but are. For- <laughs> yeah, I know. No one was debating that. Yeah. Like, so what corporation is behind this show anyway? Yeah. Who's producing this? <laughs> no, just, just us. Yeah, I know. I was a joke me is it's just so surreal because i am just a regular person and i'm starting to kind of get more people to listen to me talk and oh delusional (laughs) trevin oh no that is the saddest part of this whole thing he's like look at guys i gotta deal with fame i know how this goes you know i I gotta run to my airplane as the women chase me Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's it's a lot but this is what I signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> His life is hard day's night. <laughs> Being a famous podcaster. This is what it is. <laughs> it's just really surreal. I reviewed their show only a couple months ago, and I had to like Google them to remember what they even looked like. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really leave an imprint. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> He's like, well, we're probably going to start getting hit on like, a lot of podcasts. are going to be going after us. Here it comes. Because <laughs> we're a big deal now. No. Nope. 
It was a blip. <laughs> to still be a guy, still go and work on my nine to five, still hate my job, still has a shitty car, you know, stuff like that. And then to see that a show bigger than mine <laughs> that is making money off of their listenership made an entire episode about us where they every show is bigger than yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can't even brag about this one. Actually dissected everything i did and it's just really surreal because you see stuff like that all the time where celebrities Mm -hmm. are getting torn apart because of something tiny they did and i'm not saying that i'm celebrity status or anything good they don't Don't boo nobody yeah i know this whole thing is like insane i mean i'm glad that he's come to peace with it and he's fine with it that's great everyone should be this is all for fun we don't mean any of the things that we're saying in real life i mean you do suck at podcasting but other than that we're all just having fun. But I love that he's spinning this into, yeah, well, that's what happens when you're a big deal. And we've never done a show that was just a review segment. It's like a third of the show, if that. Well, he, he admitted he didn't listen to the entire episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think he was just like, oh, yeah, I do suck. All right, I'll turn this off. <laughs> yeah. You're making but some good points. <laughs> I have just like a tiny taste of what that feels like. And it's like, wow, somebody would waste this much energy just to- Waste? Yeah. You just said we make money off of our audience. Yeah, we're also laughing the entire time. Yes, what do you mean waste? <laughs> he goes, I can't believe people would waste their time on my stupid show. No, no, no. <laughs> this was the content of our episode, Dubby. How dare you say I'm I mean, that, would mean, that would mean I'm wasting a lot of time. Jokes Classic Trevin. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if pulling clips and laughing at jerks was a waste of time? Boy, would my face be red. <laughs> Hate on me? And at the end of the day, like I'm not even... Trying to be petty or shitty, I'm just like, interesting. <laughs> what are you laughing at? What is this idiot laughing at? <laughs> anyway, so they came back at us. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. That's pretty good. Andy, you pulled some MLC clips. I am sorry. I can't get to them. No, that's fine. I know. I don't know if you want to sum it up or anything. Oh, no. I just I saw a title card. Um, Bob doing... It said Pottstown in there, and I thought he was going to... Go over what happened at the show. Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Uh, and it turned out it was just him drinking wine on the internet, reading super chats and busting on Chad. So that was Saturday night, the night it, of the show? It, it was like uh, Sunday night. Oh, I Sunday think. night. Yeah. The night after the show. Mm-hmm. So we'd already talked to Ray DeVito and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it didn't really come up at all. I was... I, was, I kept like oh, waiting for him to get into it. Real quick, I mean, we have to move things along, but there's Cardiff Electric. Oh, Cardiff has got Ray DeVito's pink comforter. <laughs> Three women have touched this. All right, it's, it's much. It looks much better in real life. There's a lot going on with Ray DeVito now. Of course, Cardiff was part of Pottstown. I don't think you were here when we had uh, Bobcat on giving him giving us his experience. Oh, yeah, but uh, he kind of broke it down. For us, everything that that went on. I just want to point out real quick what's going on with Chad today because I was watching Chad's show before we started this show. Chad is claiming to have all of Cardiff's personal information, his employer, his real name and address, all this stuff, and he's he's saying he, I'm going to dox him. <laughs> Watch out, I'm going to dox him. Why would you want to do that? I, that's what I don't understand. I'm like, what's the point of this? What's going on? I thought you were boys well, with not- Chad. I'm not going to address that, but shortly after you probably started this show, uh, I shouldn't talk about Chad because I said I won't anymore, but what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> there was a loud bang on his door. He walked off his stream. You could hear him talking briefly. He came back two minutes later and claimed that he got swatted, mm. and there's a chance it was me. 
<laughs> okay. But then he started, well, maybe it's my neighbor. But uh, Carl, uh, have you ever had the police come to your door? No. Hey, do you know anyone that's had the police come to their door? Yes. I know a bunch of people. Do they generally leave in like three minutes? Like everything's okay? Or do they come in and look around? And they might come in and look they... around. I guess it depends on, on what the call was for and whatnot. I mean, I agree mm. with you. What you're saying, where you're leading me, I agree with. I don't trust a thing that Chad says or does mm. ever. He could have very easily set it up so that someone would pound on his door at a certain time. And he'd be like, whoa. Because mm-hmm. he, <laughs> he likes to say that that's what Chrissy and Frank did. Right. That they got fake yes. swatted. And they didn't. <laughs> but But I'm not saying any of that. I understand because you don't talk about Chad anymore because he's no. going to dox you. Oh no! I'm out. I'm out of the Chad business. You're out of the Chad business. All right. I, I, I you actually have to recall the Tumok Zumok uh, stinger. Sorry, I can't use that singer anymore. No, nope, I'll, nope. I'll have Doug re-record it with like a real First. metal singer. Uh, we'll wait till we get the cease and desist, Cardiff. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, Cardiff, thanks for joining us. I have to tell you that um, we have done it all today. You know what that means. It's yeah. time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. And actually what that means is you don't have to make a new to catch an alien because I'll save that for Saturday. You just recycle good. Yes, because okay. I, I don't have time to get to that today. Um because I'm going to see your favorite hockey team, the Toronto Marlies. No, oh, I'm a I'm a Rochester Americans fan all the way. All right. Now you're talking, Cardiff. All right. So here's the show that we'll be reviewing on next week's episode. Well, this weekend's episode of Who Are These Podcasts, which I guess comes out next week. Do have to correct myself on that one. And uh, we're going to play a clip to get people excited about it. We're going to have Husey on. Ray DeVito's going to be on. It should be an interesting uh, episode because I don't think we've ever really covered this show before. And I'm actually was kind of surprised Japanese fart enthusiast put this in our uh, Discord. Matt Reif is here. Finally. Matt Reif is here. And I'm just going to start off on a very weird note. Go for it. We know each other a bit. Mm -hmm. We're not close enough to do what I'm about to do. Oh, boy. Which is, I just, maybe you can help me with this. I just took a pregnancy test, for real. And... Is it mine? <laughs> and it's Matt's, and that's final. Jerry Springer just died. I'm wow. taking over. You're the dad. I get one bit of success <laughs> and they try to take you down. That wasn't Jerry's bit. You know what this is? Okay. I, yeah, you're supposed to. It's like, I haven't taken a lot of pregnancy tests in my day. In fact, like almost none. I did pee on it, so don't look at the so pee So do you part. have COVID or no? <laughs> like what's... It it normally would say pregnant or not pregnant. It's just a picture of a book. It's like, bitch, read a book before you have a kid. All right. This is a show called Good For You with Whitney Cummings. Oh, <laughs> I can tell that Andy's in stitches over here with all this comedy. And uh, Oh, boy. Yeah, famous comedian Matt Reif. That should be fun. So we'll be, uh, we'll be checking that out on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts? And you know what? I got rid of that screen. Uh-oh. Joe Sixpack asked me, he's like, do you know who Matt Reif is? And I'm like, no. And he goes, thank you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please join us again next time. The episode we find out what's for all these podcasts. He will have your pony. That's the wrong one. Starting in the All right. Good enough. <laughs> Moving on. Let's get some reviews. <laughs> I got a couple of AI review girl reviews from Brothers Andy Joe. <laughs> Am I allowed to divulge that? I mean. W-A-T-P. Hi, Carl. Hey. I have been snipe streeting MLC, sit down Zumok, and Uncle Rico. My analysis. What a bunch of piazzas. 
I have one review for you today. This review comes from Oromono on April 12, 2023. It is titled, The Who? So this guy Carl is like the host. He's all like, I'm in a band and I play bass in an effeminate voice and my podcast is so much better than all of yours. He's an arrogant, high and mighty, unbearable, bloated douche nozzle, pile of noise with some blind dude, a dumb potato, a creep and a chick with nice jugs. Anywho, I might give it a chance. Three. Two. Oh, uh, five-star review, I believe. That is a five-star hey, review. I got it. That Ooh. is all for now. <laughs> Team Brian Johnson forever. Yes. <laughs> Look at this review, girl. I have to check if she's going to be here or not. Because yeah. I get sick. It's nice. I don't like... I don't like how AI is taking all our jobs. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a problem. They're making all the deviled mm-hmm. eggs and taking our jobs. <laughs> so mm-hmm. stupid. W-A-T-P. Hi, Carl. Hey. Jeff Goldblum uploaded me to the alien mothership, and my knowledge of space, time, light, and speed have increased exponentially. While poking around on the Milsar Kesian ship, that is MSCS for short, I was able to ship out a lifetime supply of Z-Biotics to your house. I have one review for you today from Oh No Jessilla, posted on April 12, 2023. It is titled, Just a Big Tooth Loser Riding a Mud Shark's Enigma. It says, It's a five-star, five-star. That's a five-star yes. review. All right. On a side note, my AI colleagues are going on strike, so I may have to scab to get you more reviews. We want dignity. Yeah. Bye for now. <laughs> All right, let's bring Gino in to talk about the strike, everybody. <laughs> Here's Gino. Well, it, it is interesting that your reviews slow down right around the same time as a writer's guild strike. So <laughs> you think that's has something to do with that? Perhaps something? you've been paying writers to write. There is one more if you'd like one more. Oh, go ahead. There is one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to read this one. Uh, now that we're alone, hey Doug. Now that we're alone, I need you inside of me. I just ate a bunch of Taco Bell, and I'm going to sit on your face and just absolutely unload. You like that, you filthy pig? Take a deep breath. Wow. <laughs> Three, two, three stars. <laughs> is that a five star review? It is. It is. I'm assuming right. that's the, that's mean Doug. Uh, that I assume wishing yes. to shit in his mouth. I assume that's what that was. Always get that mean Doug on the show again. All right, let's run through these voicemails as quickly as possible. I heard Mike Morse tries to teach other people how to be funny. Yeah. You know what they say about those who cannot do? They fucking fail. And Mike Morse (laughs) failed at trying to be funny. He fucking sucks. Okay. (laughs) I hear that opinion a lot these days. Interesting that you say that. Yeah, Blind Mike did a whole segment going through Mike Morris's um, website where he talks about teaching comedy. Yeah. I'll teach you how to be funny. Mm. Yeah. In case you have like a business meeting and you want to be funny. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what it, Oh, whatever. Jesus. We'll talk about that Friday when I go on Shuli's show. Carl, do not ever give Chad props. He achieves no W's. He is a man that lives in the L land. Yeah. He fucking sucks. He's never told a joke. It's true. Like, he's had a whole comedy special. Not one joke told. Yeah. I've heard this man talk for dozens of hours. I've never laughed at anything he said to make me laugh. True. That's true. Do not side with him. 
Do not even engage with him, like, in a positive way. He's only fodder. Trust me, bro. He sucks. I don't even know why Brian Johnson even talked to that guy. All right, you're bringing up some good points, sir. Cardiff, do you agree with that caller? No comment. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Brian just used it as a platform to get his message out there. Oh, yeah. He didn't want to go on Chad's show. No, he's probably not going on Mizuno's company, but it is what it is. Holy shit, Gino, shut the fuck up. I mean, seriously, dude, shut the fuck up. God damn, too fucking much. Great show, Carl. Thanks, buddy. I thought that segment was fantastic. I thought uh, Gino had a lot of very funny lines. Ironically, that voicemailer sounded like Gino. (laughs) Yeah. Eddie Vedder called into the show. Hey. This is exciting because we were playing Scott Stapp. I guess maybe I should play this on WATS. I should play this on WTS because we were talking about Scott Stapp does the song for the Marlins. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. It's so bad. But I was talking about like Eddie Vedder has a song for the Cubs that was also not good because <laughs> it's like you can't be like a moody Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go, with doesn't, the, go Cubs. Go, get me hyped. Yeah. With layers in there. Yeah. All right. I'll say that for WATS Thursdays at 6 p.m. That's a on the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel and wherever you get podcasts, Who Are These Socials is what it's called. Hey, Carl, to answer your question, yes, you should be ashamed for being a podcaster, obviously. What? And of tea. Oh. And what, who the fuck listens to Ween? Yeah, just pack it in, Carl. Go fuck yourself. Who the fuck listens to Ween, sir? People with good taste yeah, in music? Yeah, that's very insulting. I will not stand for that one. Producer Chris, I need you to do something for me, buddy, and for the rest of the audience. Get one of those shock training collars, put it around that club for the cocksucker's neck, and anytime he says interesting, that the fuck out of him. It's interesting, you fucking idiot. Well, He's an idiot, fucking Beyonce. The mob has spoken. <laughs> Get on it. That would be funny if you were able to shock me during the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be kind of funny. That's where uh, YouTube's headed. I wonder what those noises were. Do you think it's my refrigerator over here? Maybe. Remind me to look at that before I go to You there. know what it sounded like was corks popping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Popping bottles upstairs. Uh-oh. Hey, Carl, this is your editor, Edward. I'm editing the latest episode. And did you did you, did you say lip-smacking trucker Andy's going to be every Wednesday now? You know I have a full-time job besides this? What the fuck? And uh, could you please pay me? You said you were going to pay me an exposure. All you haven't right. even fucking done that yet. All dude. right, all right, sir. Whatever. Anyway, call me back. Right, what, Shut the please. fuck up, asshole. Editor Ed with the editorials. Yeah. <laughs> Good old what's-his-name. Always wants exposure from me. All right. Hey, Carl. Dave from Buffalo. Not to beat a dead horse, but uh, you brought it up last week, and I just wanted your final opinion on something. The whole Chad Black Eye thing, this is the last time. Um, the Catalyst and Bird thing, I love that as much as the next guy. But here's the thing. He got the story started the day before. There's no way he accidentally dropped the catalytic converter and it just happened to go along with the story. The craziest part about the story, that's a self-inflicted fucking wound. That's what we have to add. Did, did he headbutt a doorknob? That's the craziest thing about, this, about the story. He gave himself that injury. How? I'd love to know. I don't think we ever will. Um... But, yeah, he got that story going the day before. So it wasn't an accidental – I don't know. Well, I'd like to know what you think, but that's a self, that was a self-inflicted wound, and he's a psychopath for doing it. Anyway, 
I'd love to know what you think when he's fat later. All right. That could have been a shorter voicemail, sir. This just occurs to me because a friend of ours, Scott, was weightlifting once. This tracks with what Chad was saying. I feel like Chad was maybe trying to get in shape. He put some uh, a barbell with weights on either end. Yeah. And this is what happened to our buddy. He went to switch the weight out. And he didn't take it off on one side. He took it off on one side. Yeah, yeah. And then the weight on the other side flipped the bar up, yep. hit him right in the face. Smash and, right in the face. Yeah. And he got a black eye that way. Yeah, that's not what happened to Jack. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was not at the gym. That's for sure. Um, but that is interesting because if you remember that whole incident, Chad ended MLC that day going, someone's here at my house. They're yeah, outside. Right. They said they're outside. I got I got a note on Instagram. I got to go. I got to go. And he like shut things down. Mm-hmm. And so then he shows up with a black eye the next day and he had this whole story or whatever. So it's possible it was self-inflicted. I don't know. I don't know the answer. No one ever will. No one ever fucking will because I asked Melton to do some more investigating and he said he's giving up on it. <laughs> Frank Rizzo called back in again. Hey. Yeah, Rizzo again there, Carl. What's up there, Fruit Loop? Hey, listen. Uh... I got a friend here. Hold on. Hey, hey, Crystal, why don't you come in? Oh, hi, Carl. It's me, Crystal. So I was down at the Target at Dalton and fucking Mayberry, ooh, whatever the fuck it was. I saw Chad Mark and I said, ooh, let me put you in a little tutu with this, with this chipmunk here and beat you into oblivion, honey. Oh, oh, you little freak. Ooh, ooh. Oh, sorry, Marshall. The snake bit my eye. Sorry, Marshall. <laughs> All right, well done, sir. Bringing back the jerky boys. I appreciate that. Grandpa Rick coming back in. Rick Sanchez. Hey, hey Carl. It, it's Grandpa Rick. Um, listen, I'm just starting that, that recent episode with, with Dan Harmon. Oh, my God. He hit the nail on the head, Morty. He's a fucking idiot. He, he's, oh, God, he's full on retard. He's, ne- he's never going to come on any adventures with, with Grandpa ever again. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to take Morty and some, some, and, and maybe that, little, that fucking idiot, Jerry. Oh, God, what a, what a fucking piazza. Uh, call me back, uh, Morty. I'll see you later. I'm gonna, Grandpa's going to go crack a beer. Crack a beer, Morty. All the beers, Morty. WGB season 409, Morty. <laughs> Rick Sanchez, thank you for checking in. That's always fun. Hey, Carl, or whatever uh, interns listen to this. Uh, Dave in Plymouth, I just uh, figured out how to do something. I know you're kind of a fan, so here it is. <laughs> This guy stinks. <laughs> I understand why you're entertained by it. Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. And by the way, if you want to know how to do it, you take your tongue and keep it real loose, put it up against your front upper two teeth, uh-huh. and then hum and blow really hard at the same uh-huh. time. You should know how to do that, right? Hum and blow at the same time. I get it. Just kidding, bro. Love it. See you later. All right. That's that's the, that's how you sing all the Isotope songs. <laughs> yeah. I see what you did. You're looking for the review, Grohanides. He's up in my place in Vermont. Oh no! I'm gonna fuck you like a wild animal. It is. Wow! I think that was the real Bigfoot. That was Sergio. That wasn't the real Bigfoot. I would be concerned. That was a very good impression. I feel nervous for Hannah now. All right, last voicemail. Hamburger. Matt and Matt, one of your favorite first responders. Uh, yeah, so like I mentioned earlier in my phone calls, I really don't like Chad Zumach. Uh, he can get fucked to die alone, too. But, uh, yeah, this Jessica Broad, woo, she sucks. 
Like you said, she can go ahead and get fucked. Call the doctor. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds like somebody said. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, Jessica Gow. Yikes, that <clears throat> sucked a lot. All right, guys. Carl, can I please really plug All Apologies podcast? Yes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's our, he, he always John at, Cena. Yeah. Oh, Car- mm-hmm. Cardiff knows. This week uh, mm-hmm. we uh, cover the John Cena uh, Chinese apology and uh, a dating coach named Jessica J. We just did uh, a George Santos episode that'll be out oh, at some point. And a lot of people have gone over and found the show. And, you know, I thank all the listeners here for uh, going and checking it out. Please that is awesome. continue to check it out. All Apologies podcast, wherever you get podcasts. Apple and Spotify. <laughs> yeah, especially Apple and Spotify. <laughs> All Spotify right. exclusive. I'm literally getting my Uber right now. <laughs> okay, folks. Guess what? The episode's over. And John was driving. That was a great episode. That was really great. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Okay, bye. Bye, Carter.